Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Remember that show? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and this is a challenge that all of us face anytime um, that we're trying to take up anything new mm -hmm. in general, let alone when we're trying to set up uh, Dharma practice, right? And carving out, let alone time to come here on Wednesday night, let alone time to practice at home, right? Let alone time to dedicate for reading Dharma texts, right? For studies, you guys are doing the Dharma teacher training program for studying, right, right, because um, a, a lot of things, right, a lot of things go into play in regards to it, right, and um, a lot of it is almost like, like the precepts, right, because our energy is going a certain way, and we need to take that energy, and we're trying to bring it to another way that's more healthy, more skillful, more beneficial for us, and ultimately for the world around us and everyone we meet, right, and like, people have, so <laughs> this, is a, this is a hot topic. <laughs> like there's so many different ways and angles that come at it, right? Some of the biggest is that you're gonna start to see the people that do not respect your practice. They do not believe that it is worthy. That you are more, it's more worthy for you to binge watch Netflix for the night and to be there for that binge watch than it is to come here for two hours. This is a fact. This is going to be what we're going to face, right? There's going to be people in our lives that put down the practice, that, right? Make fun of it. Get in our face about the practice, right? No. Let alone, it's hard enough for us to deal with ourselves, <laughs> right? Hard enough for us to deal with ourselves, and especially, right? So we have to remember that everybody in our life has put us in a box, right? In a box. We look a certain way, we sound a certain way, we do certain things, right? They have, and you're all figured out, so I don't need to worry about you because this world is a bundle of chaos and I need to, fig I need to control some things because everything is out of control but I don't want to admit it and I'm terrified and I'm going to pretend like I got it all going and figured out but I don't, right? And so if you throw into a monkey wrench <laughs> into people's lives, in essence, that's sort of what you're doing just because you are choosing you. Really, you're choosing them. You're choosing all of us, right? 
but they can't see that yet, right? Because they value a certain outlook, a certain things, and values are, are changing, right? Which is going to have you bump up against values that are different than your your own, right? Um, and the tough part too is is that we're lay practitioners, so we have countless responsibilities, countless responsibilities, right? So in a, in a lot of the traditions, they talk about, right, like, eventually you come to the point where you see the most important thing in your life is this. And that if they want you fully present and the best of you to show up for them, you need to take your medicine. Yeah. If you needed to go to a doctor's appointment, they'd be fine with it. The Buddha is the biggest doctor. And the Buddha is referenced as a physician. Because he looks at the illness, you're suffering. He looks at the causes of that. Right? He, he look, does a prognosis. Yeah, I see it. Suffering, sentient being. These are the causes. Greed, hatred, and delusion. Uh, don't worry. I know a way out. I have a cure. And here's what we can do. Right? Yeah. But people don't see what you're doing as medicine. Right? No. All they see is you not being there for them in the way that they want. For them. Right? And this is just a, a matter of fact. Right? But we need to see it with clear eyes and open hearts. That this is going to be part of the challenge. Part of the thing with us is diligence. Dedication, discipline, right? right? Open-heartedness, communication, steadfastness, all these things. All these things that you're trying to embody in your life, your family shows up and challenges you to the occasion, rises up to the occasion to help you stand strong in these things, right? To stand strong for what you believe in, right? But sometimes standing strong isn't enough. We have to go soft sometimes, right? Right? And maybe we need to take a softer approach, right? To bring them into that world, to show them, to open our hearts, to bleed for them a little bit, to say, look, right? This is important to me. This is important to me because I love you and I want the best for us. I want the best for our family. I want the best for my community. I want the best for the world. And the way that I see it, the best medicine that I can see it, that I could be the best husband, father, wife, daughter, sister, lover, best manager, best everything, anything that you're doing, anything that you touch will be improved tenfold by your practice, by the Dharma, by coming here on Wednesday night. And we have to figure out a way to be able to have people see that. And it might be a challenge. And it might be a fight. Because we already seen that challenge and fight within us. And we have to bring it back here first. Right? Now, we've been hanging out for a little while. Two years now. No, a year and a half. year and three quarters. Two years in February. That's why I want to do the celebration. Yeah. Right? And when, if you look back at that person... How often were they meditating? How often were they reading Dharma texts? How often were they investigating their own life? 
their own actions, their own thoughts, their own intentions, right? No. You were covered in, had the toe of greed, hatred, and delusion. You couldn't even see straight, talk straight, hear. You couldn't even hear properly because you were hearing what you wanted to hear, right? And the Dharma, the teachings, the community, clear. Oh, geez, I'm a little bit of a jerk. <laughs> I see this now. I get triggered over these things. It's just traffic. Why am I yelling at a stop sign? What is going on? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. We start to see it. But we have to come back and see. At the beginning, I was just like them. I, I thought I valued it. But I really didn't. Right? And then the proof starts to emerge, right? That's why if somebody, like we talked about at the beginning, right? If somebody says, Ian, I, I, I want to go for refuge and take precepts. Whoa. Uh, are you still yelling at stop signs? Right? Like, can you, do you know that you yell at stop Like, are you starting to look at yourself? At the words that you use? The actions, right? Your intentions when you go into a situation, right? Yeah. Because yeah. once you can start to see yourself with open-heartedness, then you can go for refuge. Then you can take on the precepts, right? Because you've started to take on <laughs> yourself, <laughs> right? These energies and these patterns of ourselves, right? So if we go back to our own journey, right, our own process, then we see, right? You guys and the thing. The Buddha came up with the flack all the time. Imagine how much flack that guy got. It helped that he was the prince and they were loaded. And he could be like, what's the big deal? Like, people can take care of my wife and everybody like this, right? He made a big choice, the Buddha. His story in the background. He, uh, he woke up one day and he had had all the sex that he could have, all the food that he could eat, right? All the games that he could play. Right? And he had like this existential crisis. Like, is that it? Is that it? To life. And his father had created this illusion of a world keeping him free from pain, free from illness, free from the sight of old age or death. It's like a fairy tale land that he, this guy, he went crazy to keep his. Because Buddha, there was a prediction, either one of two ways. He would be a, the best kingdom ruler that anybody had ever seen, or a Buddha. And the king was like, hell no, this guy's not going to be a, a Buddha. Yeah, no way. Look at everything that I've built up for them, done for them, for him. He's just going to throw it away? No. So he created this fairy tale land. For the Buddha to play in, right? And then he had this this existential crisis, and then he just so happened to see sickness, old age, and death. And then one final thing, in the midst of all, he started to see the suffering of the world. He started to crack. The gig was up. He started to see, oh, like these servants aren't very happy, these people aren't very happy, and he started to hear people get. <coughs> And then they would get shuttled off. Oh, go back to 
of the other house. He can't see you get sick. And he would start, he started to see the suffering. And this is our story as well. We start to see the suffering. And then the fourth thing he saw, he then, like the gig was up, there was a kink in the armor, and he started to see the facade, the masks everybody was putting on. Right? And he knew, oh, this is, actually, people are just putting on a big show for me. And, and he became sensitive enough to know that they were hurting, that everybody was hurting. And then he stumbled across sickness, person that was sick, like really sick. He had never seen sickness before. Old age? He had never seen an old person. I was like, what's that? That's an old person, my lord. Is it, am I, am I going to get old? Yes, my lord, we all get old. What the? He thought he was going to be vibrant and alive and beautiful for his whole life. And this rocked his world. These three things, sickness, old age, and death. Right? That's why we take these things onto the path for us, right? Because they're beautiful wisdoms, right? And this, this fourth one, he saw a sage, a wandering mendicant, who's just at ease within the world, um, had nothing, had nothing, happy, free, alive. And he, because he was really torn up about those three things. Holy, like, what can I do about this? How can I help? Right, that bodhisattva heart, boom, burst open in this moment. What can I do to help? And he saw that guy. He's like this, and like out of all his options, everything. This, this seems like the only thing that, compared to all this, that might help everybody. This is at the same choice that, point that you're at. That's why like, it's very interesting when you go back to the Buddha's life. The Buddha's life is our life. It's like a mythic journey that we start to see ourselves in, right? He had to, he had to let them go. They couldn't see what he saw. But eventually they did. They came and became part of the Sangha, right? I can't imagine, right? that moment oh. yeah, I can't imagine and then he did it yeah. and just like that right? you know, your kids are young too daddy where are you going no I stay with me read me the story you know <laughs> just pulls at your heartstrings you know yeah yeah you're not alone. Yeah. We all have to do it. The Buddha had to do it. It goes back right back to the lineage. He had to let go, right? And even if we don't take that the literally that he left his family, he left greed, hatred, and delusion behind. The poisons, right? To figure out a way to bring back something, this quest, right? The hero fights the dragon and brings back the treasure and the stories to the people, right? He fought the dragons, three-headed dragon, three hatred and delusion. Right? And he brought back liberation and awakening. Right? At that time period, the only solution was to leave it all behind. That was the only apparent thing 
that he could see and do. And we're always leaving things behind. There's a constant leaving things behind. Your selfishness, your craving, your aversion, your delusions, your ignorance. You're continually leaving home. This is the leaving, right? Yeah. So we have to see that. And it's tough. If it wasn't tough, then this path isn't for you. Because this path is full of heart. And if your heart doesn't break, we got a problem. <laughs> you know? If you don't have a struggle, then we have a problem. Right? But your own we're all on our own quest, right? To bring back the treasure, to fight the dragon, to bring back the treasure and the stories and we meet new friends, right? The wizard shows up. Right? Yeah. Let's go off on a quest. There's a secret treasure. Do you want to know where it's hidden? <laughs> right? And the teacher says, within you, the place that you never thought to look. <laughs> right? It's right inside. Right? And the teacher keeps coming back. Go within. The treasure is within. Right? But we have to continually let go. We're continually letting go. Right? Continually leaving home, leaving the safe comfort of the known and venturing into the unknown. Right? And we hate it because we'd like to know it. Right? We talked a little bit last week, a little bit about it, the not knowing. Right? We need to, oh, I talked to you hard about that outside there, yeah. Like, we get comfortable in the not knowing. And in that not knowing, everything is known. And everything is revealed. This is where we get, right? And we start to bear down with knowledge and rules and we're, we're losing it. Because we're f scared of leaving home leaving that comfort of what we know. And sometimes we need, like, the lay of the land, right? Here's the map, right? And it looks like, oh, yeah, I just got to get from here to there. No problem, right? We see even just driving here tonight, right? Yeah, if I looked at the map on Waze, it was easy peasy, right? It's a little blue line. Looks like it was smooth sailing, no problem, right? Nothing. Next thing I know, I'm making a left, I'm hopping on the 400, I'm coming up this way, right? Looking pretty convoluted. But on this little map, oh, that's controllable, right? Oh, I feel good, I can make this journey. I got the confidence to do it, <laughs> right? And we need this confidence, right? And this is the teacher and the sangha and the teachings gives us that confidence. The confidence to do what? To leave home. Right? We're continually leaving it behind. Yeah. The Buddha's life is our life. Right? And he faced challenges, ridicule, everything like this, right? Yeah. He left his whole kingdom behind. He was probably hated. I can't imagine. Like come across some of his people, he probably got a lot to fight. Right? How dare you? We don't hear that part of the story. I, I just see how it cannot have happened. You know? He must have. How dare you? We don't hear that. 
but we should hear about those challenges, right? Because we take these people, we put them up high, right? right? And so high that they no longer seem like they're part of us on our level, right? Become mythic people, right? No. And this is, this is not good, right? Because we would like to build idols, towers in the sky, right? Not good. So we have to come back. Everything about this is about coming back. Right? Coming back. Coming back home. We leave home to come back home. Yeah, that's interesting. Right? So yeah, you're going to face challenges. Right? And especially, yeah, man, because they're just, everybody's just so caught up in their stuff. Right? They're so caught up in their stuff. Right? And that you're going to, you're going to face resistance. Resistance to the unknown. Even if the person that is emerging is great, you're still taking you away from them. You're leaving them. Right? So how do you make them feel? Right? So that's why, like, when... So I only see my kids every other, right? But at the end of that weekend, they're full. So such that the time period from this time to this time, it's like daddy is never away from them. That their well is full completely. Right? Completely. Right? And maybe that's the thing we have to look at. When I'm here with them, am I here with them? <coughs> am I racing around? Am I on the phone? Am I... Th- Oh, we need to get the dishes done and the da da da, right? And I need to do it, right? Yeah. Team, right? You have a home sangha, right? Together action. And how do they feel fully that they have you fully during this time? Mm-hmm. We give them that gift of our presence. Right? This is the greatest gift that we can give our loved ones. Right? Non-distracted. Fully. Hey, I see you fully. That's it. Yeah. Full presence. I feel them. And then, as well, like, this is one level of presence. But do they know about Chris? Do they know about Daddy's struggles? Daddy's fears? Daddy's world? Because right now, here's Daddy, and then he leaves. And then he comes back. I don't know what's going on in this magical world that Daddy goes to. Mm-hmm. Like, does it... Yeah, exactly, right? What's happening, right? Wow, Dad, guys, I have to go see the wizard tonight. The wizard? Then it's a whole different thing, right? Yeah. It's a whole... <laughs> it's a whole different thing. And sometimes we have to figure out the language, right? What's there, right? Avalokitesvaras, he shows up. He, if he says oranges, but orange means bazooka, he needs to know that. Oh, man, I shouldn't have for them oranges because it sounds like I'm going to blow them up. I got a bazooka, you want, <laughs> right? Like, we don't know. We need to become sensitive, right? That's why Avalokiteshvara is beautiful, shows up. It saves countless worlds, countless beings. He shows up. He doesn't bring any of that with him. 
What do they need? I don't assume to know. And Avalokiteshvara and Kuan Yin are having the full right to assume that they know. Huh. Wisdom and compassion totally, but they don't. Every moment is fresh. Every moment is different. Every person is different. Every person within that person is different. There's multiple layers, right? There's mom, Pratiba, right? There's lots of other ones. <laughs> yeah. And certain people only see certain Pratiba show up, right? The trick, though, is then how do we be natural Pratiba in every moment so that it doesn't mom Pratiba, teacher Pratiba, helpful to be on the board of advisors Pratiba, all the same person. This is the goal. This naturalness. And it's the same person right throughout. Right? Yeah. So we need to invite them into our world as well. Right? Because they don't know about where you're going. Why you're going. What is it? Why is this so important? Right? Yeah. For the older people, you can even still say, you're seeing the wizard. <laughs> that might help because they might like, okay. All right. Right? We don't know, but you're you're gonna face resistance. You're gonna face resistance. Right? And it's just an opportunity for you to see differently. To let go of your fixed notions and to respond to them. They obviously need something. Right? Why? Why do they feel like they need to cling so hard to this? What are they afraid of? What you know, what haven't I given them? How how can I show them? Right? And even if it's if it's the showing them that uh, you know what? Even if you don't understand, I don't need you to understand it. I just need you to love me. I just need you to love me. And if you love me, you don't say these words. If you love me, then oh, I love you, Ron. And then it's fight time, fight night, bing, right? Like round one, you're never gonna win that fight, right? But yeah, if we come from a place of love, right? That's why I like, I like that scene where they talk about Mara was throwing all that stuff at the Buddha. And he just, right? Earth-touching mudra. Just stayed grounded. And everything, daggers, whatever was coming, came into his field. Poof. Flowers. Right? Poof. Right? He just stayed, yep, I know. I know. I know. I know. Right? And he just looked at these things. Huh? Look, yeah, I know. I'm just going to stay ever-present and grounded in the truth. In the truth of who I am in the Dharma. Right? In wisdom and compassion. And I'm going to stay here. And he said, that's an interesting thing too, what he says, right? At the tree, I will stay here for as long as it takes. He didn't say, oh, you know what? If it's not in the next three days, I give up. No, it'll unfold in its own time. Your karma needs to unfold and soften, right? Yeah. yeah. And we just keep open-heartedly. Oh, oh, why is this such a big deal? You know, like, like what's going on that you feel that 
Like you feel like I'm, and then maybe you can put the words out there for them, right? When you start to be sensitive, right? Do you feel that I, that we don't get enough time together as a family? You know, like do you, right? Investigate, look, be open-hearted and curious. Every all of life is a relationship and a flow, right? Yeah, and we don't. Once it gets crystallized, we have a problem, right? But open it back up. Open it back up, and this opening back up is welcoming, right? Welcoming, yeah. Yeah, softness, right? Soft is hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's not going to be fixed overnight, right? Yeah, because whatever that energy pattern, that habit pattern that you're coming up against, Is old, has deep grooves. So it, that energy is going to flow, and you, you might have to work with them for a while. And we do. What else you got? Right. Whatever's in front of you is the practice. Right. This is it. Oh. What do I need to see here? How do I need to open up to this even more fully? Because our tendency is to bear down. I need to protect keep safe and we do the opposite <coughs> right and we open up and we say stable okay right and like you were saying if we have emotions that arise I see have gotten used to and comfortable seeing from this place I can see emotions arising thoughts arising wants arising not wants arising right so I'm just going to abide here with an open heart. And I know that they're not against me. All right? I know. It may appear like I may appear like an adversary to them. Right? Sometimes when we say strong, we appear like an adversary. Right? Mm. That's why then we oh, we put, here's our fixed point. And that fixed point is wisdom, compassion, right? And then from there, then we can, we've already staked that claim, then we unfurl the flags, right? We unfurl the flags. Boom, and they put up the banner of love, surrender, togetherness. Whoa, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, I know, like I've had to go strong for a second, but, whoa, I got, I got you. We're all in this together. Right? And sometimes that strong power, because strong goes up. Right? So sometimes it brings us distant. Right? Distant. Right? Yeah. Even in like in Shiva and Shakti, Shakti is the only person to entice Shiva out of his distance. Oh. Right? And he softens. Boom. And the whole of life celebrates, because now the story is dynamic and alive. Right? the dy dynamic of lovers and the play of love and energy of love flowing around. Yeah. 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 So maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You soften. Yeah. This is part of your story. When they're talking about Buddha Chris, when they're writing about Buddha Chris, yeah. Yeah. talking about that story. It's all just a story. Yeah. I'm at that point of the story right now. Oh, 
tune in next time and see what happens, right? But we hold the vision. We know, we know what's going to happen. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. A fully awakened Chris, which means a fully awakened father, fully awakened lover, teacher, everything like that. This is the greatest gift that we can give the world and everyone. This. We hold that vision. We hold that vision and then the scene might take a little while to catch up. Right? But it's not fixed. It's not fixed. Okay? Does that answer the question? Right there. You guys want to meditate? Let's meditate some more.